0: Grab your wine, put your headphones on and relax. Let's rip open the cover of the sealed section. Welcome to After Dark with Louise Wilkinson, brought to you by Flirt Adult Store Hamilton.
1: Well, it certainly has been a week full of frosty mornings and dark nights. And on that topic, the dark night, Luke and Cindra are going to be diving into how we support our partners when they're going through their own dark night, their own rough time. How can we support them? What to do, what not to do? They've got all of the tips and tricks coming up for us on Conscious Couples this evening. Nikki will also be talking about a fairly dark subject, and I say that tongue-in-cheek. She's going to be talking about butt play and the toys that are available if that's your cup of tea, we've got a lot to get through. Let's dive in. You're listening to After Dark, and I'm Louise Wilkinson.
0: Ever wondered about tantra? Perhaps you want to know the benefits of sperm retention. Luke and Sindra from Conscious Couples invite you to explore the outer limits of your sexuality on After Dark.
1: We're back with Luke and (laughs) Cedric. Look, I'm sorry. I did lose it there, but I must tell you that um – Luke does a very funky little dance every time his intro comes on. And for your viewing pleasure at some point, I'm going to surreptitiously record uh, what I am looking at so that and put it into the Newcastle Live Facebook group so that you can appreciate my mirth. Um, that was an excellent dance, Luke, that you just Thank did you. there. That was beautiful. Um, I, was,
2: I was living vicariously through you.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Look, happy to provide the jams for you to get down with your bad self.
2: I'm just so stoked every week that somebody's actually made a jingle for us.
1: <laughs> you are more than welcome, my friend. Okay. Look, um, that aside, we've had a good laugh already, but we are actually talking some heavy shit today. Yeah. Yeah. So- yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Although it doesn't yeah. sound like it to you sitting at home listening. It sounds like we're having the time of our lives and we're about to launch into like orgies 101. We're actually
2: not. Oh, yeah, we've got to sorry about that too, but that's another that's, that's another another day. Song. That's another day. What, what we're talking about today is, you know, a, the dark night of the soul, the um, the heavy moments in relationships, and we all have them. Yeah. I, yeah. I did a post this week on our Instagram about exactly this, We've been together for nearly four and a half years and we've been through many, many dark nights, many tough times when it comes to relationships, staff, family, staff, financial stuff, you know, the pandemic, all of that, like anxiety, depression, mental health issues, addiction issues, like every relationship has their dark night of the soul to deal with. And we wanted to share some tools around supporting your partner when they're going through a dark night of
1: the soul. Yeah, absolutely. Because, look, you know, we have this this vision that, you know, we've got rose-coloured glasses on and your relationship is your safe harbour and it's all of that sort of thing. But it also needs to be the place where when things are falling apart, you can actually be your authentic self and go, you know what? Everything is really shit at the moment. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as amazing and as wonderful as you are as my partner, um, no, I feel like shit. You can't shake me out of this, and yeah, on when you're when you're the person seeing your loved one suffer and really going through it, I'm so interested to know like what what can we do as partners, um, because you you do take on that as well, and and you have to be wary that you're not getting into an unhealthy space and a and a codependent space with that. But you know, obviously. It's it really hurts you to see your partner in pain. Yeah.
3: yeah, and this is something that's coming up with our clients a lot at the moment as well. Interestingly enough, uh, because I think over the last couple of years, uh, what's been going on in the world has really forced people to just keep going and just you know keep showing up and just forging ahead and doing our best. And now that there is a bit of uh, calm and less you know, heightened anxiety about that. It's like, Oh, cool. Like what's actually under the surface. What have I been kind of putting off to, to deal with? So it's very interesting that it's coming up with like everyone that we coach at the moment as well. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. Everyone's starting to hit the wall and I Mm. liken it to like when a loved one dies and Mm. you're running on that adrenaline and getting through the funeral and, and all of that sort of thing. And it's in those days after when there's that space and when you're by yourself to actually collapse. Mm.
3: Yeah. Yeah, Yes. That's exactly. Yeah. That's exactly how it is. So
1: what I see happen a lot
2: is, um, when you're the person who maybe isn't in the dark night of the soul and you do want to keep the status quo, mm-hmm. then an unhealthy thing that we see in relationships is uh, invalidating the other person's experience. 100%. Like, yep. It's yep. not that bad, babe. Like, surely not. Like, I can't see it. That's not the way I see it. That's not the way I feel about it. I'm not really sure how you've come to that conclusion. Um, and the antiquist to that is active listening, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, so I'm hearing I'm hearing what you're saying, like and repeat repeat it back just for clarity. So what you're saying is this. That sounds really frustrating. Is that is that right? And they might be like, No, it's not frustrating. I'm fucking angry. Yeah. Like, or I'm sad. I'm just really fucking sad. And it's like, cool, you're sad. To be honest, that's not my experience with it. I've never even considered that. Um, but yeah, that's that's super fucking interesting. Like that must be really hard. Like what, what do you need from me? Or what do you need out of life right now to be able to navigate that correctly? or Or do you just want me to listen whilst you have a good old spray?
1: Yeah and you know what I, I actually posted on my answer a couple of weeks ago, I never want to be called resilient again. I <laughs> want a soft place to land and I really? want to be amongst kin and that's that's what I need. And it's really interesting as well that when you do come up against adversity, particularly if you're a strong person, the other person's response can be, but you're strong you've yeah. been through worse, you know. And and so that invalidates what you're going through in that moment because mm. yeah. that's their their vision of you and their mm. vision of you is you're a, you're a strong person like I get called a girl boss all the time, you know. But that doesn't mean that what I'm going through isn't completely shit. I need someone to listen to that. And yeah. even though yeah, I might have gone through something that is on the scale of whatever the freaking scale is harder, It doesn't mean that right now I'm not going through it.
3: Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's the number one thing about going through these experiences is validating your own experience and not invalidating other people's experiences Mm. on both sides, you know. Uh, And there's an invitation in that as well to validate and then process, Mm. you know, like validate and not, sit in that. And depending on the relationship that you have with your partner, you might be able to call out when they're really sitting in that victim stuff. You might be able to help them reframe it or pattern interrupt. Like for example, we've been unwell this week and Luke was on the phone to his work yesterday and he's like, Oh, I feel so crook. Like I'm going to die. Like I'm really like feeling so terrible. Like I'm so sick. And when he got off the phone, I was like, Hey babe, like I know that you don't feel well. And how is really dwelling on that going to help you heal? Like how is really like, being a victim to how bad Mm. you feel actually going to be able to help you heal. It's not because we need to create a new environment a more positive environment for healing. So I was like, what could you say instead? Like, Oh um, yeah, I haven't been amazing. And I'm, I'm healing, you know, I'm on a healing, healing journey. (laughs) I'm on on the mend. I'm on the mend. I'm, I'm like, I'm getting there, you know? So just that simple reframe, and we have the safety to do that, so that kind of works for us and you need yeah. to create that safety as well.
1: And and you know what? That's a really interesting line, isn't it? Because you want to hear that person, you don't want to invalidate them, but at the same time if you see them sitting in something that isn't going to help by sitting yeah. there, yeah. Um, you know, then you do need to have that, that safety in your relationship to be able to call that out because yeah, it, it isn't helpful just to, just to stay in your trauma. You need to call it for the trauma, have people actually go, yes, this is, um, I I hear what you're saying and, and that must've been really horrible for you. Okay. So what's your process for moving forward after that?
2: Yeah. Yeah. That, that's actually key is ask, like you asking the right questions for them to come up with the answers on their own. Yeah. Plus, I don't know if you've been through this, Louise, is if you, might have a bit of a spray to a partner about what's going on and where you're at or what's happening in life right now and they just tell you how to fix it.
1: Yes, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not my current one. He's pretty good, but um, in no, the past, so like yeah. we've, we've
2: all been there and we've yeah. all wanted to do it as mm. well because it's really difficult to see a partner in pain. And if you're on the outside perspective and you're like, oh, my God, you should totally just, like, write them a text message or whatever. that telephone?" Yeah, totally you Yeah. And you're like, yeah. you're like, bro, don't do that. So mm-hmm. there's... There's two levels to this. There's the active listening, just reflecting back and asking questions. Yep. Like just simple questions, not patronizing questions, not condescending questions, like questions that you're generally interested to know their experience more deeply. Yeah. Yeah. So that just so that you know, and you're not asking so that they will reveal some mad wisdom inside that you already know. It's just like, For them to come to it themselves. The other side of it is if you genuinely do have something, you know, a pot of wisdom coming up inside you, is to then ask for consent.
3: Mm, Yeah. Yeah. So
2: I've got some thoughts on this, Louise. Like this problem that you've been telling me about, I've actually got some thoughts on it. Would you be interested in hearing that? And you you might be like, fuck no, dude. I'm just spraying. Go away. (laughs) Listen to to me. Half an hour later, you might be like, what were your thoughts? Tell me. I want to know now. Yeah. However, if I give you my thoughts unsolicited, you'd be like, go away and just <laughs> listen to me.
1: Yeah, I'm getting yeah. a double, a double middle finger here. Um yeah. just, just to give you the visual at home. And you know what? I I actually saw that in practice. I saw unsolicited advice being delivered um to a friend of mine and and they literally just went, Stop! Like stop <laughs> yeah. talking to me um, yeah. because it, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't helping them in that moment. Um, yeah. And just, just having that thought to actually ask for that permission is really respectful. Um, you know, yeah. and I I have, that's a big takeaway for me is that, you know, even if it's something that I know you, I, I've been through it, I have a lot of wisdom around it. Um, you're right. Sometimes you just want to go, Bleh! And not yeah. have anyone solve anything, give you any wisdom, nothing. Just let me get it off my chest, mm. you know. And if you do have some thoughts, asking that that permission, and yeah, nine times out of ten, even if they don't want to hear it in that moment, they'll come back in, you know, when they've when they've sort of recalibrated and gone, yeah, okay, I, I can listen to what you're saying now. But if you're in that, you know, in your amygdala, and you're just going, you're not going to hear that wisdom or, or put it into practice anyway.
2: 100%. Exactly. So that that's the key to the next tip right now is to seek support. Yeah. Professional support, of course. Whilst you want to have a spray to your partner, to a friend, to a brother, sister, like parent, somebody who knows you and has a bias around you, then all it really is doing is letting the pressure relief valve off. Yeah. You're not solving anything. You're not getting to any new learnings. You're not getting to the other side of it without advice from a trusted source then you're literally just having a spray. You're not really getting anywhere. Yeah. So.
3: And that's for both partners, like the one who is going through the shit and also the one who's supporting them. I think it's important to both have support in that scenario and very helpful to not be leaning on each other the whole time.
1: Yeah yeah and i guess you know you guys are a sort of a, a study in that in that you you do relationship coaching and you have so much wisdom to share with with the people that you're working with but every now and again you go okay we're going to go to an external source to talk through things um you know and that's just a person on your team yeah you know?
3: absolutely yeah. we yeah we have an amazing relationship counselor who we see separately and like occasionally together and Yeah. Like we are relationship coaches and we have a, we have a counselor in that area because we know that we can't just deal with everything ourselves. Like I can't coach Luke. He can't coach me all the time. That's not helpful. We need someone on the outside to be like, you know, bird's eye view as well. Right. It's like they can see outside of the problem and outside of what's happening and give you unbiased um, advice and and listen to you without that kind of bias and potential judgment sometimes when they say things. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's,
1: it's so interesting how we view that as a society because we think nothing of training our bodies. We go to the gym classes. We do the yoga. We, you know, we have coaches that teach us how to cleanse. We, you know, but when it actually comes to our emotional health, we just think that it's going to sort itself out. Yeah. Yeah. And it's amazing that when emotional issues sit there for long enough, they cause physical issues.
3: Absolutely.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It almost has become a standard for the people that like when we related together and the people that we relate with, like they need, we need to know that they're getting support as well outside of the relationship. Yeah, Like it's important.
1: Yeah, for sure. And, but yeah, I really love the takeaways that, you know, Active listening, not providing the um, the advice unsolicited, uh, allowing the pressure valve, but then also going, you you know, you've identified this as a problem. Now you need to process it.
3: Hmm. Yeah, and the mates, your mates down at the pub, or your <laughs> girls, your girls out at the cocktail bar, are uh, really great that you can talk to people about it. However, they're not what we talk about as like an outside, an outside influence. Like sometimes they give you worst advice. So just be mindful, (laughs) like, yeah, you know, have a little bit of events and then go and seek like a coach like us or someone else, you know, there's some amazing people that you have on your podcast and things like that. So yeah, or ask us, like we have heaps of recommendations for specific people in different areas and stuff. So yeah, you know, like that's all well and good having a chat to your mates and yeah, sometimes you need to
1: pay people. Yeah, sometimes you do need to pay people because you think <laughs> nothing of dropping the cash on a on a gym membership it is yeah, just so exactly. important, and uh, and you guys do it better than most. So conscious couple coaching is what you need to look for, and uh, yeah, connect with Luke and Sindra. Ask them, just DM them. They're very approachable, you know, and not intimidating at all. Definitely not. Definitely not. Our first, um, you know, text conversation was, um, you know, it was great. Um, yeah.
2: Yeah. Accidentally shared a message that I'd gotten off Grinder to about a guy wanting me to fist him. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. Yeah. So that was yeah. how Luke and I um, met. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, it was great. Um, you know, and uh, yeah, we've we've shared many laughs ever since. Real, real talk. Hashtag real talk. Hashtag real talk. But in all seriousness, they are absolutely fantastic relationships coaches, and this is where you need to reach out to them if any of this is resonating for you. Luke and Sindra, thank you so much for joining us once again on After Dark.
0: Thank you. Fancy a quickie? Nikki from Flirt Adult Store joins us with this week's hot sex toy tip on Quickie with Nikki on After Dark.
1: Well, who doesn't love a good quickie, particularly at the moment? Because the you know the calendar is groaning under all of our uh, you know things that we have to do. So a quickie is always great. Now, Nikki, you are my girl.
4: Hey, I'm super excited. <laughs>
1: All right, so what are we talking about today, my love?
4: So we're going to talk about the little thing that no one likes to talk about. That mm-hmm. is so much fun, which is butt
1: play. Right. Okay. Yeah, look, it is always something that I find, um, you know, it does sort of sneak in to uh, to conversations once couples have sort of been together a while or, you know, mm-hmm. um, whatever. But we don't really talk about it. We'll, we'll happily talk to our mates about, about, you know, oh, we had amazing sex last night or whatever. But that sort of doesn't come into it. But
4: it normally stops right there. It people does. feel a little bit ashamed by it, mm. um, worried that they're going to be a little bit judged by it. But working in an adult store, I'm on the front line. I see how many people are actually into butt play and there's a lot more than you would think.
1: Yeah, okay. So I guess the first thing that we need to work out is what is the great thing about butt play?
4: So your butt has eight thousand nerve endings inside and you can stimulate those by using finger play you can use toys and you can use toys that vibrate so i'm all about everyone exploring that area
1: right okay that's really interesting like eight thousand nerve endings and is that for guys as well
4: yeah, everyone's got it. So it's got um, you've got so many nerves in there, and they, they actually like to be stimulated. A lot of people go, oh, it's a one-way passage. Yeah, it is, but you've also, once you push past that little threshold, males have their prostate gland there, which is an amazing orgasm for men to experience. Yep. But for women, having anal play actually pushes on your bladder, which pushes on your G-spot, and you can actually have a really good orgasm. From anal play,
1: right? Okay, that's really interesting because, yeah, it has. I, I guess it has this thing around. You know, women will actually do it. You know, to make their men happy because they want to. You know, experiment in it, and they're open to that. And they, you know, they want um, they want to experiment. But the fact that you know you can actually orgasm through anal play as a female is is I quite new. Yeah. Yes,
4: yeah, it is. And it's a really different orgasm. It's, um, I believe it's a little bit better. I personally enjoy it because it's not something that's getting done every single day. So when I do have the anal orgasm, it's fantastic. It's almost like a bit of an out-of-body experience. Oh, okay. We, should, we all need to do it. You need to get with that one. It's where your whole body moves. You can't your whole body shakes. You can't kind of not let out a sound. It's that good.
1: Right. Okay. Well, look, you are selling this uh, real hard. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sure opening a lot of people's minds. So, if we wanted to get into butt play and we're brand new at it, what do we need to know?
4: So, the first thing is if you're using fingers, be polite and make sure that you have trim nails. Mm -hmm. You don't want to have any little nails that could cause any damage internally because the tissue inside your body is really delicate so keeping an hour short is first and foremost right second yeah. is lubrication lubrication is always required for any type of anal play and that is because the anal canal does not self lubricate like the vagina does or your mouth or your eyes so you will go in what we call going in dry and it is quite uncomfortable so you need to have lubrication second right and thirdly you can use your finger, Or you can use any type of anal toy, like a butt plug, anything that has got a round or an anchored base, as the bum muscles do tend to kind of have a pulling motion. So whatever goes in needs to come out safely. And fourthly, relax and have fun. Enjoy it. And know your limits. If it's uncomfortable, stop and try it again. Yeah. Um, And communication with your partner. And if it's on yourself, you know your body, but just have fun, connect with your breath because it is really, really, really sensitive down there and it is a really good thing when it's done right.
1: Right. Okay. All right. So obviously at Flirt Adult Store, you have a whole range of anal play toys that people yeah, can. We've uh, got
4: stuff from beginners yeah. right up to experience. Right. So come in, see our friendly staff, mention the code LIVE30 and you'll get 30% off your purchase. And you can also purchase toys online at www.flirtadultstore.com.au and use the code LIVE30 to check out 30% off. But come in. Have a look, have a feel, have a touch. Yeah. The girls in the door will explain to you what lubrication works best with what toy and just start getting in touch with your body and experiencing an orgasm like you've never had before. Like I, if I could show you guys how good it was, I was. <laughs> but we're not going to do that. But it is honestly, don't be scared of butt plays. You're not going to get a piece of corn under your finger. It's not like that. It's not the horror stories that you hear. It is a really good thing to do. And I reckon all people should be doing it. It's got to be on your menu.
1: Excellent. I love that, Nikki. Thanks so much for sharing that today. And as Nikki said, 30% off for After Dark listeners. The code is LIVE30. Make sure you jump on it. It does make a huge difference at the checkout. And we are so appreciative of uh, you joining us on this After Dark journey, Nikki. uh, Flirt Adult Store are amazing supporters of After Dark. And we love you.
4: We love you guys
1: too. (laughs) That was Nikki from Flirt Adult Store with the Quickie with
0: Nikki. Sometimes cheeky, always fun. It's After Dark with Louise Wilkinson. Brought to you by Flirt Adult Store, Hamilton. Well, if there's one
1: thing about this gig, it's that I learn a lot each and every week, and this week has been absolutely no exception. I can't wait to dive into more next Thursday night. Until then, stay warm stay sexy. You've been listening to After Dark on Newcastle Live Radio.
0: Grab your wine, put your headphones on and relax. It's time to rip open the cover of the sealed section and delve deep. But be warned, it's adults only. It's After Dark with Louise Wilkinson from 8pm every Thursday night, only on Newcastle Live Radio. Brought to you by Flirt Adult Store Hamilton.